Bush and Ridgie here with your Home Time Show podcast. Uh, there's a lot of people in our building today. Normally it's just us on our own, rattling around like uh, the little lads on the bike in The Shining. <laughs> Right, but suddenly loads of people in. We were thinking, oh, so nice. People are starting to come back into work. We've just realised what it is. They're all going on a big team night out. <laughs> there's a there's a leaving party on this evening, and that's why everyone's come in to go to a leave. It. They'll be back home on their little video calls tomorrow. Isn't it unbelievable, huh? <laughs> Isn't it unbelievable? So we're going to dedicate this uh, this show to the the front line guys. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want to put us on the same level as the NHS. <laughs> no, but just behind just behind the NHS. But you know what I mean? The out and abouters. Out and about. If you're out and about and just getting on with it, do you know what I mean? Sucking it up, not literally. <laughs> this show's for you. Adem, first show back since he's had four days off. Cracking yawn whilst you were talking there. <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> Go home and have some more rest, man. What a morale-boosting start to a Wednesday. Hope you're doing all right. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to announce this right at the start of the show. Uh, we're one big family here uh, on Home Time. We're all friends and we talk to each other, we rely on each other and uh, we, we trust each other's judgement on stuff. So I wanted to uh, tell you about a lifestyle change that I've, I've uh, just started to make. Uh, obviously, um, I've decided to adopt a bum bag, which you'll we'll be seeing just after six o'clock. I've bought one. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But <laughs> The other part of my uh, rebooting, Andy Bush 2.0, is that uh, I've decided to change the way I communicate with family and friends, okay? And you're all my family and my friends here, so it's important that you know this from the off. Uh, going forwards, I will only be sending voice notes. <laughs> no more text. I'm done with texting. I mess all the words up. I ruin it. How many times have you sent a brilliant text and then you think, oh, damn, autocorrect has changed it to duck? Yep. Instead of someone else. Do you know what yep. I mean? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm getting rid of all that now uh, with WhatsApp. This is quite a recent discovery for me. If you press the little microphone button on the right-hand side, you can record yourself as if you're doing like... A, as if you're in The Apprentice and you're talking into the end of your phone on that task when you're out in the back of the taxi somewhere. So, going forwards, no more text from me. Bum bags and voice notes all in one day. I know, it's, there's a hell of a lot of ground to cover. And uh, I've been doing it uh, over the past 24 hours and I feel a better person for it. So, just wanted you all to know that. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's good of you to be open. Thank you. All right, appreciate that. Um, I, it, it, I'm not a voice note person. Okay. Um, and why? Why is that? I, I, I just, it, it, it is a little bit Apprentice, and we all know what we think when we look at people doing that on the Apprentice. If you don't mind me asking, do you not like uh, receiving or giving? Is the issue? Is the what issue? What I'm going to say to you is, have a listen to this, right? And I just want to point out to you how you come across the other end. Okay. Hi, it's me. I'm on the first floor. Do you want, um, like, a tea or a coffee? or And then what kind of cup do you want? Do you want it in, like, a porcelain cup or one of them um, paper ones they've got on the second floor, in which case you can go to the second floor. So, yeah, just uh, get back to me on any of those. Just getting in the lift. Be there in a sec. Just getting in the lift. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Can you let me in on the uh, third floor? I've <laughs> lost my key fob again. That's my day in a nutshell. It is. All I would say to you is in edited print version, you can edit yourself. When you're just talking, you just ramble. Hey, but how good was that tea that I made you? It was right, wasn't it? <laughs> what a good tea. Okay, so Richie's showing his hand on this. I just want to say to people, how do you like me now? What is your view on people? Because I'm not the only person who does this. I know there's other people out there who are regular voice note leavers. I struggled with the bum bag. This one could be just a touch too far for me. How do we feel about people that leave WhatsApp voice notes? Kevin has tweeted. Kevin says, this has confirmed what we've long suspected. What's Kevin saying there? <laughs> What's he insinuating there? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, Baz, uh, the guy who runs the br uh, brilliant Everton uh, fan site, says evolution. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. Evolution. We, we change how we communicate. It's, it's the evolution. It's the next stage of communication. My good friend Mark Gilbert says burning hatred, which I wasn't expecting on Twitter as well. Thanks. 
And then Kat says, and this this goes back to the evolution point, Kat says, voice notes are fine, just don't ring me as I will never answer. Like, who... We were talking yesterday about... Yeah. Remember back in the day, you'd answer the phone without even seeing who, yeah. who it was. I don't really ever, really ever want to take phone calls ever again. <laughs> I'd be quite happy for someone to just send me a, like a, a quick praise of what they wanted to say on voice note form. It's the future. Nikki says, voice messages are fab, especially when you haven't seen someone in a while. It's nice to hear their voice. I mean, well put. I have always said to you uh, that voice message is not the future. Matt puts it perfectly. He says, oh, yeah. so you send a message to a mate to go to the pub. It's got a location, time, etc. After that, you send more messages to them. They mm-hmm. forget which pub. Look for the message. They can't find the message. You're going to end up at the pub on your own. Here's news for Matt. I like drinking on my own, all right, mate? Are you with me or against me in this communication revolution? Voice notes are the future. Wave goodbye to sending text messages a pain. Sam Kendall says, uh, my main use of voice notes is recording the wife snoring when she doesn't believe me. <laughs> We've all done it. Uh, Dan's hanging on with a little tip for you. What you got, Dan? Yeah, the, uh, the, the, my sister is a voice note queen, and the only thing I like about it is you can actually speed it up to do plus 1.5 or plus 2. No. And so, so the, the bonus of, you know, hearing Bush doing, doing that is you can speed it up so you can actually li- uh, listen less to him. Bush, did you not realise that? No, this is absolutely, this is completely offensive. Your sister's leaving you lovely messages there about her day and you're f- apparently able to speed her up to get through it more quickly. You should be ashamed of yourself, Dan, that's terrible. Oh, I apologise. Apologise to her live on the radio. <laughs> hey, Dan, don't feel you have to apologise uh, because I got 13 seconds of garbage about a cup of coffee earlier on. Let's speed that up. Hang on, here we go. Hi, it's me. I'm on the first floor. Do you want um, like a tea or a coffee? Or, and then what kind of cup do you want? Do you want any, like, oh. the same cup or one of them, them paper ones they've got on the second floor? Which just can go, second floor, so yeah, just take it. There you go. That's not fair. Dan, that's the way forward. That's not how life works, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked out that if I speed my sister up, she sounds like my mum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worrying that Ben Burrell's been kicked out of the house. Because every time he finishes, right, so we take over after him, he sits in that next room in his coat and eats sandwiches. He's just around the corner. He doesn't go home. Bless him. Is he gonna be, maybe we'll get we'll get him a hot drink or something like a little bit later I'll on. Go and get one, yeah. Give him, drop him a soup. Just give him a fiver. Uh, join the communication revolution. That's what we're talking about in this hour of home time. Uh, forget text. That's old hat. Voice notes are the future. L- listen to this message from Graham in Deptford. He adds, voicemails are the sole preserve of the fifty-five plus generation. He says in brackets for your information, I'm sixty-four. Anyone younger hasn't the patience to listen. All the best. Signs off, Graham. I've started sending uh, voice notes now. I can't be bothered with text. Come and join. Me. Pete in Guildford says, can't stand voice notes. Uh, for starters, hate the sound of my own voice. Mm. Plus also, his problem appears to be, if you take your finger off the button, you've messed it all up. Uh, but you can slide it across and do it again. <laughs> There's always a second chance. He's evangelical. Oh, yeah. uh, Maureen, you're in favour of the voice note? Yep, definitely. Um, speaking, not texting. Right. By, by speaking, do you mean voice note or, or phone call? Voice voicing, yes. Okay. I'm, a, I'm actually a touch typist. I hate... And texting, because it's just rubbish. (laughs) So you can touch type. So is that why, when it comes to mobile phones, you're almost protesting because you kind of touch type for a day job? Sick of touching. No, no, I just can't... I can't use my thumbs on these little little numbers and letters and what have you. I do. I agree with you. And, and uh, this is another big conspiracy theory. But they do. When you buy a mobile phone, you get a year out of it, and then the companies that make them start to slow them down, so everything takes ages and sticks yeah. or whatever. Uh, tell us an example of where you've used a, uh, a voice note in a fancy way. Then give us give us an example yeah. of how it's changed your life. Yeah, just this 
morning. This morning, my, do- my daughter's 25. She lives away from home. So myself and my husband, we sang a happy birthday note down to her. And um, she absolutely loved it because she got to hear our voices. Oh. <laughs> I guess you could just play it to her and you don't have to see her cringe. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because we're not very good at singing. <laughs> just to say, don't get ideas, Bush. Please do not go singing voice notes to me. Now, when yeah, is your birthday it, again, Richie? When is that birthday? <laughs> Lovely to speak to you. Take care. OK, cheers then. What are we? About 10 days on from uh, Halloween. Don't know whether your house is in this situation as well, but uh, they're still knocking around at home. A few sweets uh, from Halloween that obviously uh, no-one has wanted to eat since then. I think we should start up some kind of sweet scrapyard. So what's happened in our house is Natalie hosted like a little... um, Halloween sort of gathering for Rocco and his little mates, all that kind of thing. Run around in their little costumes, do all the spooky stuff. I was out. What a shame. Um, <laughs> Missed that one. <laughs> and so you've got the parents bringing around sweets and that kind of stuff. She's gone through all these... Well, I have as well. Yeah. Gone through all these Ferrero Rochers, one of these sort of assortment boxes. The traditional Ferrero Rocher, they've all gone. Your dark Ferrero Rocher, they've all gone. What's left? All of those coconut, white, almond, truffle, Raffaello... Um, uh, Ferrero Rochers, the white ones. The fancy ones. No one's eaten them. No one's. T- they've been there on the side, all four of them, for about 10 days now. Send them to the sweet scrapyard. It's natural selection. Do you reckon any selection pack of stuff has got like, and they know it, like at the HQ of these sweet companies, they know they've got like runts of the litter? I think every single collection box, you've hit the nail on the head, they all have one that just doesn't get eaten. And do you think that's like, that helps bring the price down when they're doing it? Like, if you get, you take your like um, normal box of chocolates yeah. yeah they probably know out of say 20 in there eight are have got nuts in them no one's going to touch with a barge yeah. pole maybe they're cheaper to do because less chocolate we've rumbled them this is exactly what's going this it's is up there with the street lights from Isn't a couple it? of days ago it really is it's <laughs> outrageous so, so let's let's name these streets let's send them to the sweet scrapyard tell us what are the ones that always get left in yours we'll send them off to the scrapyard getting quite a lot of stick about this in the white ferrero rochers by the way richie um and ple- people don't sense that we're not sending them on to you right greg says ruffalo amazing how can you uh, class them as run of the litter it's like everything everyone has had preference for i'll send you my address you can send your ruffalo to me doesn't work like doesn't that. doesn't work like that I, I might leave them on the uh, the window ledge outside the front door of uh, golden square <laughs> maybe do that if you, you want can come again can i can i chat one in the in the uh, the sweet scrap heap please do uh the turkish delight sweets oh, in right, selection yeah. boxes yeah i don't know what it is it doesn't taste like normal turkish delight it tastes like you know sometimes some some things taste like the smell of something yeah they taste like the smell of urinals okay. in a pub. Let's Charming. see if that proves to be less controversial than your voice note declaration earlier and your bum bags yesterday. I feel like I'm on firmer ground. <laughs> Lisa says all coffee sweets. No. Coffee should be in hot liquid form only. Do you know what? I, I, coffee sweets are, are good because not that many people go for them in selection boxes. Because you always got that kind of like game of battleships about accidentally hitting a nut. <laughs> but you, you know where you are with coffee sweets. Do you know what I mean? They're quite. You, you're on safe You know ground. you've hit one immediately, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it keeps you awake because coffee. Yes, it's dark outside, but don't worry, the gates are very much still open for our sweet scrapyard. Uh, John in Walsall says Toffee Penny, the sweet that keeps on giving, oh. digging it out of your teeth for days where it pulls your fillings out. It's always got a two pence piece stuck to it, that. <laughs> Uh, Lee Parker says, coffee-flavoured revels, crime against humanity. He's overstaying it a little bit, but, uh, you know, this is the, the, the strength of passion people have. Uh, and 
This one here from Rowan says, that green triangle in Quality Street, what's all that about? That's the one that looks like a tricorn hat from the American Revolution. A lot of suggestions coming in for that. That is the hazelnut noisette. Well, it, it sounds a bit naughty, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it's the ones that are always left. What are you putting in our sweet scrapyard? Steve, what are you going with? Cadbury chumps. They're always in the Christmas selection boxes. OK. Try, for people that don't know, because I'm not 100% sure I know what a chomp is, just describe it for us. It's like um, like a, a really hard caramel uh, with, with uh, wrapped in chocolate. I'm going to back Steve up on this. Um, you think your Cadbury's caramel, yeah, OK? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's quite sort of like lucid caramel. This is take-your-fillings-out caramel. It's very, <laughs> very... Uh, it's a very, very thin bar, really thin coating of chocolate on it, and it's also the kind of sweet that if you bought it on its own... Uh, is like 20p right at the bottom of your newsagent's um, shelves. It's just a filler. It's just a filler. Pure but filler. Steve yeah, is right. Filler. Always in selection boxes and generally always gets left. Yeah. Steve, whilst you're on, can we get your view on the fudge? I always find the fudge slightly disappointing. I kind of swerve that one when, when you're having a, a, bo- a box set, if I can call uh, a selection box one of those. A finger of fudge is always good to eat. That's your motto, Steve, and you're sticking with it. Uh, Steve says, me and my wife would like to thank you for this topic tonight. It's brought us closer as a family. We've both agreed we would bin fudge. That's what's being sent uh, to the sweet scrapyards. I'm I'm going to agree with that. Fudge is like a a confectionery from yesteryear. But between the wars, chocolate, that's what that is. Uh, We've got Sandra on the line right now. Sandra, what's sweet, in your opinion, needs to go on the scrap heap? Oh, it needs to be the Snickers and the bounties out of the celebrations top. Snickers? Yeah. Regretfully, because I'm vegan now and I can't eat them. And all the years they would all get finished. And this Halloween, I found them all sitting in the tub all lonely because I'm vegan and can't eat them. Do you know what? We're getting a lot of um, dislike and coming through here on text and tweets this evening for people uh, for coconut. I don't know what the problem is with coconut sweets. You yeah, know you I mean? see, you got your yeah. coconut all over your Raffaellos. That's that's oh, where I it all started. Them. I love them. I'm on Team Raffaello. I like them. Isn't that interesting, though? You wouldn't have known that there was a problem with Snickers and Bounty until you went vegan and then suddenly it's realised yeah. that you were the only person eating them. Exactly, out of the whole household. Nobody else. No, sitting in a wee jar since Halloween. So, just as a vegan, then, right? Can you go into like your corner shop and have anything, or are there certain things you're allowed or not allowed? What, what, what's off yeah. off limits for you now? You look most things for chocolate wise. You can really only eat dark chocolate. Oh you my have word. to scrutinise all the labels for milk. Blimey! And, I mean everything, Chris. Everything is So you just sitting there eating a gambit. Do you remember a gambit? <laughs> no. <laughs> Worst dark chocolate bar ever. <laughs> I do remember them from my age. Yeah, it's a rich tea for me. Even that might have milk in it. <laughs> It's home time with Bush and Richie. It's our midweek madness. This is the radio show that has a radio station for every decade. And right now, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be winning some cash as we take you through the decades. Our Tough as Nails new competition. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself 500 quid? We're really hoping that this next guy is going to be the one that finally cracks it. Welcome to the show. Eamon, where are you calling from? Hi, uh, I'm calling from Banbury. Eamon, we are halfway through the week. Are you winning the week or losing the week so far? I am losing the week so far. Oh, why are you losing? <laughs> no, I'm only joking, I'm fine. But yeah, yeah. Uh, 500 quid could definitely go to making the week a win. 
Okay. And if you could see your outfit that you're wearing at the moment, Eamon, what what uh, what decade would you say you're most akin to in your dress sense? Uh, the 1860s, probably. <laughs> Stetson. Well, we know what the cash is going on should you win it. It's obviously clothing. Eamon, we'll take you through the rules. Uh, you're going to get seven questions, uh, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present day. Uh, you've got 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven questions correct. You can't pass on a question, however, and when the time is up, the game will end. Does that make sense? Yes. Right, here we go then. Uh, we will calibrate our time machine. What decade would you like to start with, Eamon? Um, I'm useless at 60s and 70s, I think. So let's start at the 80s. OK, good we've all got to be answered, but we'll start at the 80s. Eamon, good luck. Let's go okay. through the decades. Through the decades. 80s. Which former actor was elected US president in 1981? Ronald Reagan. Correct. 90s. Tom Hanks won the Oscar for Best Actor in 1994, playing the titular role in which film? Forrest Gump. Yes. Noughties. Who became the first female Chancellor of Germany in 2005? Angela Merkel. Correct. Tens. Black Star was the final studio album released by which legendary musician? Uh, Johnny Cash. Nope. Uh... Final album before he sadly passed away. Uh, David Boyd? Yes. Correct. Which Italian manager took, tar- took charge of their first game at Tottenham Hotspur last week? Uh, Antonio Conte. Correct. 60s. Who scored a hat-trick in England's World Cup final win in 1966? Jeff Hurst. Yes. Correct. 70s. Which movie franchise launched in 77, introducing the world to the likes of Luke Skywalker? Yes! yes! you have won. That is unbelievable. You knew he had a good feeling about Eamon. He's back! Wow. Eamon! I'm still happy, yes? You've won yourself £500 and you're the first contestant not to get stuck in time. Awesome. Brilliant, you get to go back and see family and friends. Richie and I are going to get a tattoo of your face on both our backs because this is such a huge and uh, amazing thing. In fact, we had a meeting with our boss, Paul, this morning, wondering if it was too tough. (laughs) (laughs) There's the answer. There's the answer. Mate, what are you going to spend your 500 quid on? Uh, I, to be honest, I think um, it's going to go on Christmas stuff, I think, um, for the kids. Yeah. Get three very young kids, so they're going to be very happy this year. Oh, good lad. Well, that is amazing. What about that? Fantastic. Brilliant. We're chuffed for you, Eamon. Congratulations. Uh, we're going to play a game tomorrow, see if we can withdraw some more money from the bank. Uh, you can play the Through the Decades game on your Amazon smart speaker, voiced by Richie and myself right now. All you've got to do is say, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco Thank you to everyone who has sent in support uh, for my idea of getting a bum bag. I'm going to be unveiling it. I bought one earlier on today. Richie's going to be over the moon at this show today. Don't. Uh, I'm going to be unveiling it in the next couple of minutes. Barely know the man in front of me anymore. <laughs> Change it. I've changed so much. <laughs> I've grown. Take a look at me now. Uh, but anyway, a lot of people are very positive. Not everyone positive about bum bags, but quite a few people who are. I, let's put it this way. People who love them, love them. And we've got uh, Molly on the line, who is a self def- self-affirmed bum bag lover. Molly, do you love a bum bag? Yeah. Like, I'm currently wearing one just now. So I'm a professional wrestler, um, which is why I swear by bum bags and most wrestlers would swear by bum bags. Uh, um, Right. For for travelling and stuff. It just means we can hold our little bits and pieces and passports and... Ah, so I was going to ask, what does a wrestler keep in their bum bag if it's not such a personal (laughs) question? 
No, it's it's not. It's nothing bizarre. It's just our money. If when we're getting paid, we can easily just slip it in there, keep it safe, uh, um, and our phones and etc. Wow, I love the idea of like the ultimate warrior having a bum bag with his keys and stuff in the locker out the back. Yeah, well, it means that when we're, we're like when we're selling things like our merchandise and stuff. Yeah, it means that when people are paying for it, you can instantly keep it safe in your bum bag. So not as such equipment that's needed in the ring, more for everything that's out of the ring. Unless you're hiding your wrist tape in it. <laughs> that's a good point. Bag stolen all the time. I've been even after um, somewhere to hide mine. Hey, well, tell us about you. It's fascinating to speak to you as a professional wrestler. What is your wrestling name and where do you wrestle? Uh, so my name, wrestling name is Molly Spartan and I literally wrestle everywhere and anywhere. I wrestle for a company called Insane Championship Wrestling in Glasgow. I love the name. Um, and they're currently going to be wrestling. I'm going to be on the 20th of November going to be wrestling in the Barrowlands in Glasgow which amazing. is like the iconic venue obviously I think That's most amazing. musicians know of. And you, uh, I've heard the phrase heel and a face, a good guy and a bad guy. What, 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 kind, of, what kind of one are you? Are you one that gets booed or one that gets cheered? Uh, I mean, if you show up to the show, you'll find out, but yeah. you probably will be a bit unhappy with, with my behaviour. Wow. <laughs> oh, can you give us the date again? Because I'm going to see I'm gonna see if we can get up to Glasgow. It'll be amazing. So I, I'll remain the 20th of November, but it's a weekend, so it's the 20th and the 21st of November at the Bowlands in Glasgow. We'll get our bum bags ready and we'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> right, come on. Here's the sound of my bum bag opening. Listen to, uh, listen to this a second. Here we go. One, two, three. Uh, uh, Richie, say, have you got, uh, Bush, have you got your keys? Bush, have you, uh, have you got your keys? I need to um, get out the door quickly. Hold on a second. I'll just have a look at my bum bag. <laughs> there it is. I've gone and bought myself. Thank you for everyone's advice. Uh, thank you to Molly, who we just spoke to as well. Uh, I've got myself a green Puma bum bag. <laughs> That, uh, it's quite big, isn't it? It's a bit bigger than I thought it was going to be. I'm yeah. wearing it around my waist. A couple of people have said, Rachel said to me in the stairwell, actually, on the way up here, they've got to wear it over my shoulder, but I'm not a dealer. That's what that's the way dealers wear it. Well, you look like a market trader right now. I, I'm channeling Pete Beale from <laughs> early EastEnders. <laughs> don't worry, you've nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, watch this space. This is it going forwards. Now, I don't I, I do not do texts. I just send voice notes, and I keep all my change in my bum bag. Can I make an observation? Please do. You normally, when you, when you, when you stood... Uh, bum bag less okay yeah. when you're stood there you've got good posture the moment you've put that bum bag on you are you're thrusting your waist out because it's, <laughs> and it's not a good look your whole body's sagging I, I'm I'm projecting and mansplaining you're, you're bum bag proud and it's not a good look uh, it's, this is this is a fixture here to stay if you want to keep any stuff in the bum bag no. Richie I'll keep snacks for us in there <laughs> no. biscuits like a Fiji biscuits like a like, um, what was his name the guy who had the otter <laughs> If I have some of my stuff in there, that means I've got to come to you to get it, and I ain't reaching in there, my friend. Terry Nutkins, that's what I was thinking of. So there's another podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as ever, do get in touch with us. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's the email. Um, our producer would like us to be aware uh, that one person... All right? You go back many, many, many Steve, episodes. Shush! Stay out of it. Please. Stay out of it. When spoken to... Go back many episodes, we said get in touch if you want a Dems Gems. Yes. One person has in about, like, Steve. a month. That's not a landslide of uh, d banging on the door to have it back, put it that way. Can I say... Can I have You're a, talking can I a little bit say, too much in this. Can I have one say, we don't know how they listen to the podcast. They may listen to this one first, love it so much, then go back, so they would have never heard of a Dems Gems. 
Okay. Look, can we just be quite clear with you? This is never, never returning. Unless we get hundreds of emails, Adem's Gems is never coming back. Tell you what, let's put a parameter on it, okay? So, uh, appreciate people might not listen, like, That's in normal point. time. Okay, so today is the 10th of November. That's when this podcast happened. Yeah. So, let's say by the 1st of December... Yeah. If there have been... Five. He's putting up five. No. Five emails. No way, sunshine. No. Um... 50 emails. I think you're overestimating how right. many people listen to this podcast. Let's kind of meet in the middle a little bit. 15. That's not in the middle, 25. That's 25, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, 25. 25 requests for a Dems Gems from independent 25 different people by the 1st of December. You can do a Dems Gems at the tail end of a podcast. Every day. Just a one-off, one a big, but like a, like a Christmas special. It's not worth it, though. A Dems Sparkling Gem. Can I have a whole podcast himself? Right, wrap this up. He's done.